All right, guys, welcome in to our Rose Bowl Instant Reaction Show. Stacy Blackwood, Jake Thomas from Tide Talk Live here on the Bleacher Report mobile app. Uh, disappointing, heartbreaking 27-20 to 20 loss to Michigan in overtime there, Jake. Um, hard to really put into words at the end of that game, Jake. Uh, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm going to put out the, the poll now, but uh, just uh, – do you agree with that final play call, Jake, there uh, in overtime for Alabama? Uh, I don't agree with it at all, Stacey. Um, I mean, I understand putting the ball in Milrose's hands there, but, I mean, when you got a loaded box, I mean, Michigan had eight guys in the box there, and then you come up with a QB draw right at the middle, it makes absolutely no sense, especially from the three-yard line. I mean, and, and he's already starting probably at the five or six anyway with that pistol set that he was in, shotgun set. So, you know, I, I just did not understand that last play call for sure. No, and if you're just now uh, joining in the show, uh, had a little bit of tef- technical difficulties right there at the, at the start. But uh, Alabama loses the, the overtime game in the Rolls Bowl to Michigan 27-20. to 20. Uh, Jake and I are discussing that final play call for Alabama and uh, not really sure why you're calling quarterback draw in a loaded box. After Michigan calls a timeout, you call a timeout. You have like five minutes to to come up with something, and and, and you decide to run a, a QB draw uh, with a loaded box. Uh, just and people are going to point at Tommy Reese. Yeah, Tommy Reese called the play, but it went through Nick Saban too. So don't don't right. just point fingers at Tommy Reese on that. Um, that that goes back to uh, Nick Saban as well because. Uh, like I said, he's going to get the final final call there on uh, fourth and goal uh, with the game on the line there uh, for a chance to play in the national championship. So, obviously disappointed in the outcome, Jake. Um, a re- really tough, tough game for Alabama. They they Offensively, they kind of kept getting in their own way, uh, mm-hmm. whether it was bad snaps, uh, pre-snap penalties. Because you look at when Alabama was in good rhythm, they moved the ball well. Uh, you see they mm-hmm. were able to run the football with Jace McClellan. I thought Justice Haynes played really well. Uh, Milro had some nice runs as well. But um, in the passing game, they were just not able to get anything going, Jake. And, and Michigan, got to give Michigan credit. They had a, they had a great game plan to kind of force Milro to either take sacks or get, get rid of the ball quick. And Milro was just unable to – to uh, you know, get the get the line set pre-snap, and you know, make any kind of adjustments in the uh, in the, in the pass protection. He struggled in that area. That's something he's kind of struggled with all season. Michigan noticed that in the long layoff, and they really, you know, went after Alabama in that regard. So, um, really, really unfortunate for Alabama. Uh, they had their chances, Jake. They just could not do it. The defense could not get the stop there with what four minutes left to go in the game. Uh, could not get the stop. Uh, Michigan goes down and scores a touchdown. And, you know, Alabama gets the ball. They have a chance to to move it and and move into scoring position. They get to around close to midfield, but just can't, you know, get anything going. Burnup does another great job. I just want to give a shout-out to James Burnup. My God, I'm not sure I've ever seen a punter have a game like James Burnup had today. I mean, uh, you you look at what he done, you know, from a punting standpoint, Jake, and uh, I'm, I'm pulling up his stats now. Uh, seven punts uh, with an average of 50.3 yards, uh, a 62 for a long. Five punts went inside the 20-yard line for James Burnett. So got to give credit to him. Uh, Obviously, Alabama, I think the story of the game, Joe Jake, was Alabama's inability to throw the football, and a lot of that was because they could not pick up the blitz. Uh, that's, that's, you know, a couple things there. Offensive line play, 
and Milrow not being able to get the necessary adjustments made in the pre-snap. So, uh, and then once again, Jake, Seth McLaughlin snaps loom mm-hmm. large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you know, we uh, coming out of, of halftime, we had the ball, we was driving, we had good momentum, and then we had two awful snaps, and it just derailed everything. And I'm like, man, you know, that I, I really thought that could have changed the game that first drive. Uh, I don't know what would have happened, but we had the momentum. We was moving the ball, um, but then the the two the two bad snaps just just went haywire, and, and it just went downhill from there. It really did. And uh, thanks to everybody who's who's watching right now and, and in the chat. Uh, the chat is absolutely going bananas. It's hard to keep up with everything. It says def- uh, Brant Man Twenty Four says defense got tired. Reese didn't help the offense or Jalen have to utilize talent that suits him. So, yeah, but I thought in the second half it was much better. And and the the defense was fine in the second half. The offense was fine in the second half, but the defense didn't get the stop with four minutes left to go in the game. They needed one more stop and they couldn't get it. That's something they were able to do all season long. They were just not able to do it uh, there. And 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 I thought. You know, Alabama had too many blown assignments in the back end uh, against Michigan. Uh, I thought they they played too much man coverage, allowed Michigan to use motion to to get in good matchups, confuse our defensive backs. And, you know, when Alabama's defense was playing well, it's because they were playing zone coverage and not allowing Michigan to get as confused in the back end of the defense. So it's it's a team sport. It's it's everything. I, I thought. Uh, defensively, there was some lapses, and offensively, obviously, there was some lapses. Only scoring twenty points, but you got to give Michigan credit. They played, they played good. They made their fair share of mistakes, but when when it mattered, they made the winning plays, and that's what that's what championship teams do. And Alabama was not able to do that today, and Michigan was. Yeah, that you know, the the very first play of the game, uh, that that interception that got called called back because of you know, Heather Downs being, you know out of bounds when that happened, that, that kind of, I was like, man, that this is how that game's going to go. And, and that's exactly what happened. It just went that way for Alabama. It seemed like. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to get back to the chat. The game came down to an overtime and literally the O-line was trying to sell. I don't know what that means. Say yeah. something good about our guys. Would you 95% of you never played a serious game? I mean, I, I don't have any problem with, I mean, the guys, the guys played hard. I mean, it's just, just comes down to execution. Yeah. What, Mich- what Michigan me- Michigan executed when it mattered, and Alabama didn't. That's football. Yeah. If you want me to say something positive, let's let's look at what we have returning next year. We have a stud safety in Caleb Downs. Yeah. Hey, hey Jake, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get to that towards the end of the show. We, that, that's fine. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But we we need to mm-hmm. talk about this game. I want to get to the polls real quick. We have a couple up. Uh, one is: Does Michigan win the national championship? Uh, six for no, two for yes. And do you agree with the final play call? All nine votes say yeah. no. So make sure you vote there in the chat or, you know, in the poll as well in the chat. But um, uh, need a new center. Yeah, it's just – it's unfortunate that, that 14 games in the year and you still can't have a center snap, you know, consistently. But, you know, you, you look at that. Michigan missed an extra point. They missed a field goal. Uh, they muffed a couple punts. Michigan made enough mistakes for Alabama to capitalize and win the game. Alabama just didn't do it. I mean, there's no excuses. Alabama didn't get the job done. I mean, Michigan did. That's that's flat. I mean, it's simple. We can point fingers all we want to, to bad snaps, to, you know, Milrow not making the right, uh, you know, adjustments uh, for, for the offensive line, slide protections, whatever you want to call it. But the, it boils down to 
in the final four minutes of the game and in overtime, Michigan made the plays and Alabama didn't. And that's what that's what championship teams do. And when you're in a four-team playoff and you're playing the number one team in the country, you better show up in the final minutes of the game. And Alabama was not able to execute, and Michigan was. And now they're moving on to the national championship game, and Alabama's heading back to Tuscaloosa. But, look, to me, this team does not need to hang their head. They had a great yeah. season. You look at where they come from, uh, you know, following week three. But some of the early season struggles for Alabama <laughs> kind of manifested once again in this game. And, and – uh, but I don't want to take anything away from Michigan because I thought Michigan played better overall today than what Alabama did, and they deserved to win the game. Yeah, you're right, Stacey. I, I want to go to the stats here. Uh, you know, uh, Isaiah Bond and, and Jermaine Burton, your, your two, you know, best receivers, you know, I don't think they they had a touch in the first half. Uh, all those four those four receptions, five targets, I think, come in the second half, which is odd, you know, but – but like we said, Milrow was not up to to par passing, you know, and and he was just getting constantly blitzed, and we could not adjust in the first half for that, and you know that that may have derailed, you know, derailed a few things for for getting Bond and Burton wide open. But you know they showed up in the second half and tried to, you know, to bring some life in the offense. It just looked, was a little bit too late. Yeah, well, what like I mentioned, some some things that early season struggles really manifested today in this game. McLaughlin snaps and Milrose just, he just, he's his next step as a quarterback is reading the defense pre snap. He just, he's not there, Jake. He has not right. improved on that really at all. He does not understand hot reads. He does not understand sliding the protection to, to the blitz side, Jake. And, and look, Milro has played a much higher level of football than I have. That's obvious. But when I can look at the game and I can, I'm looking at the defense and I'm saying, hey, you know, the pressure's coming from the right side, then he ought to be able to look at that too and slide the protection. There was a there was a third and four, Jake, when we had to settle for, I think it was for Rockard's first field goal. It's third and four. They're bringing five, and it's obvious they're bringing five from J.C. Latham's side on the right tackle position. Mm-hmm. Milro, not only does he not slide the protection that way, but when he gets the shotgun snap, he's looking left the whole time and right. never even never – even, it never even dawns on him that's where the pressure's coming, even though Michigan did nothing to disguise that. So this offseason, Milrow has got to get in the film room. He's got to get in with Tommy Reese, and he's got to get that part of his game fixed, Jake, or teams next season. Now that they have a whole season's worth of film to watch on him, teams next season are going to play Alabama just like Michigan did today. And 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 that's what that and, and it's, if Milrow doesn't improve on that, it's going to be the same thing again next year. So he's got to. He, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying that's what he's got to improve on. That's his next step as a quarterback at Alabama. Yeah, he's got to read the defense a lot better and, and feel that pressure is another thing. And and seeing where the blitz is coming from pre-snap. Uh, yeah, he's got a lot to work on um, this offseason, but he's he improved throughout the year. Uh, he is a capable passer, but there's a next step in his game, like you said, that he's got to he's got to do, and that's what he's got to work on this offseason in order for Bama to be back in this situation next year. Yeah, I want to I want to answer D Main one forty W's comment about if you're referring to the one in overtime, D Main, that's pretty common. I mean, if you win the toss in overtime, you want to play defense first. I mean, that's I, I would say you never want to say everything anything's hundred percent, but ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, if you win the toss in overtime, you're playing defense first. That's just kind of com- common knowledge, really. 
Uh, Dominic DeVille wants to know, is Reese the guy? Well, what's your thoughts on Reese? I don't have a problem with Tommy Reese. I mean, look, he's not going to – he didn't call a perfect game, game, no doubt. But once again, the stuff that that manifested itself early in the season, it, it, it come it come out again today. And, and a lot of that had to do with the way Michigan played. Michigan had a great game plan. They they executed their game plan well. And, and especially in the first half, Alabama was never to, able to establish any rhythm or flow on offense. And a lot of that had to do with Michigan – and a lot of it had to do with the game plan and, and Milrow's inability to, to make the adjustments in the pre-snap. Yeah, uh, be easy, Rotai roll says, no flow with that offensive game plan where we were running the ball well and kept going away from it. That That's another thing I felt we, we did. We, we started running the ball well in the second half, and then there'd be drives we just got away from it totally. And I know Michigan didn't score on this, but, Jake, the Milrow fumble really just took Alabama's momentum completely away. Yeah. Any kind of even even just picking up yardage and being able to punt the ball and pin Michigan deep again, mm-hmm. and I think Alabama wins the game. That to me, that Milrow fumble was huge because it gave Michigan just a little bit of life. Because at that point in the game, Alabama was suffocating them on defense, and and Alabama was kind of having their way in the running game, and that fumble really kind of changed the momentum of the game. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that's the wrong button. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it, it did. It seemed like it was it was a momentum breaker for sure for Bama because uh, we just got the ball back. I think it was up seven or maybe it was, was that seventeen. It was it, it was, was twenty thirteen. So you go down and at least get a field goal out of that drive. You know you're up two scores, um, but the the the, pen, the the fumble was costly for sure. Doc Mo says, what a joke. OC needs to go. O-line coach needs. We need a real QB. Um, I mean, look, obviously you're free to have that opinion, but I, I just – I think that's just a little bit of – I mean, we're in the playoff. You you don't get in the playoff with bad quarterback and bad offensive line and bad offensive coordinator. You just don't. Not when you play right. the fifth tough, toughest schedule in the country. Right. And and outside of what happened tonight – you know the, the offensive line has gotten better. You know, well, the offensive the look, the offensive line they they had a couple missed assignments on pass protections, but right. that's not Michigan's one of the best defenses in the country. the The pass protection problems today was the was in the pre snap when Alabama, most notably Jalen Milrow, did not get the pass protection slid in the right direction. That's where that mm-hmm. come from. But yeah. I mean, you, look, go go back to Alabama's rushing stats. The offensive line did fine. They run mm-hmm. for 100, yeah. 170 yards against one of the better run defenses in the country. Yeah, Michigan's D-line is is no joke. I mean, they they have a lot of talented players there. So, uh, you know, it, it was a struggle only early on getting them to, you know, getting them off, off the line and move. But in the second half, we was moving off the line pretty good. You know, and this this honestly kind of looked like Milrow in the halfway point of the season. He 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 did not play well at all. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not look. I'm and I love Milrow and. But he he just he didn't have his best game, Jake. And you know some of that was was what Alvin was doing. Some of it was him, and some of it was Michigan. But but he, he just didn't play his best game. I'm sure he'll be the first one to tell you that. But but the bottom line is, I've, I've already said it. The final four minutes of the game in an overtime, Michigan whooped Alabama's butt and won the game. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Period. That's it. When the when the game mattered, they they showed up, and and we we. Kind of took a hike. Yeah, well, and and people keep hammering in on Reese about the final play call. I want I want to reiterate something. 
I know Tommy Reese is the offensive coordinator, but if you don't think Nick Saban has the final call on what the play is on fourth and goal with the game on the line in the Rose Bowl, then <laughs> you have been watching Alabama football because he, he gets that play call through the headset too. Right. I mean, he is a head coach. He has the, the last decision on on everything that's called. Uh, I, I'm, ben, I'm going to dis disagree with you. I thought the offensive line, they didn't have their best game, but I thought for considering who they were playing and the way Michigan played aggressively, I thought the offensive line had a decent game. They were decent. The, a lot of the – a lot of the sacks were because Alabama did not have the protection right. Mm -hmm. But from a physical standpoint, they, they played fine. But it, it's execution, guys. I mean, it's all about executing. Michigan come out and played really aggressively on defense. And, and I'll be honest with you, I thought our defensive game plan was a little too conservative. We didn't really blitz much throughout the night. Didn't hit McCarthy a ton. And you saw that that when Alabama uh, did bring pressure and got pressure on McCarthy, he was a little off on target. And, and you got to go back to a couple of these plays. I mean, Deontay Lawson tips a pass, and, and and without him tipping that pass there on Michigan's final touchdown drive in regulation, that's probably an interception by Caleb Downs or Malachi Moore. But mm -hmm. the tip by Deontay Lawson allowed that to flutter enough where Roman Wilson for Michigan was able to make the catch. So, look, it's a game of inches. It's just, it's just part of it. Another game of inches, that final punt from Burnham. I mean, another foot back, it's a safety, and Alabama wins the football game. So, I mean, it's just it, – it, it's, it's that close, and that, that's what happens in games like this when you have two evenly matched teams. And, and, and I, I don't want to end this without giving Michigan a ton of credit. I thought they played – you know, they made some mistakes, but, but they played, I thought, more in rhythm, more consistently than what Alabama did in this game. Yeah, um, going to what you're talking about being conservative on defense, you see there we only have one set tonight. That was from uh, Dallas Turner. Um, I mean, it was very conservative, it seemed like, uh, defensively. Uh, you know, usually, you know, them them edge rushers are, are in the backfield each and every play uh, when, when they're when they're asked to blitz, and it just – they didn't blitz a lot tonight, it didn't seem like. No, it was, uh, it, it was a little bit of a conservative game plan defensively, but look, you can second-guess stuff like this. I, I hate to second-guess coaching because, look, they had a month to prepare. They done, they, they, they done all the scouting they could do. They, they done everything they could to put, put the guys in the best position to be successful, and Michigan just outplayed them, especially, like I said, the final four minutes and in overtime. Michigan made the plays to win the game, and Alabama didn't. Yeah, exactly, Stacey. Um, you know, I, I really thought, you know, Borgby, uh positives here. I think he, you know, he played well in his last game. Uh, he, uh, you know, he, he was in the backfield a couple of times, um, but there just wasn't enough there, you know, on the from the defensive line and the edge rushers uh, to get McCarthy off his game. Yeah, some Jay uh, CRNA says, I don't see how bad snaps are QB's fault. Yeah, I don't under – people – I've seen people talking about Milrow with the snap issues. I'm like, how's that Milrow's fault? He can't snap it to himself. I, I know, I know. Saban said in the game that he needs to take a little bit of the blame for, it, but I don't, I don't know why. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't get that part of it. I mean, it showed one of those the replays of one of the snaps. I mean, it was two yards in front of Milrow. I mean, yeah. it's it was yeah. bad, and I just don't understand because Seth never had an issue last year. This is the, the, I mean, he's, yeah. he's been playing center for three seasons now, and this is the first year that it's been an issue. 
Yeah. I, I do. I like that nice par David A too. I'm glad you brought that up. That, that third down, third and goal play to Burton, I don't know how it wasn't called pass interference. The guy grabbed the back of Burton's jersey and almost pulled him down. And the ref sitting there looking right at him and didn't call it. I mean, should have been first and goal from the, you know, whatever the half the distance of the goal would have been. But uh, I don't I don't get that. But, you know, they, they, they miss calls from time to time. That's just, you got to live with it. Regardless, you got to make plays. Right. You got to make the plays. Yeah, Dominic B nineteen, you're right. On you know, laughing. How is anyone blaming Miller for the snap impression? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but going to the penalties, they, they you know, Alabama had three, I think, in game, uh, in the entire game. Uh, that's something that they have worked on throughout the season. But uh one of those I think was costly because we was driving and we had another, I think we got twelve men on the field. Like, how do we have twelve men on the field? You know, how how does that ever happen when we break when we break the huddle? Yeah. Well, and 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 I see people still giving Tommy Reese a lot of a lot of problems, and he's gonna he's gonna catch a lot of heat for for that final play call, no doubt about it. But um, just remember, the guy's only like 31, 32 years old. This is his this is a, a big moment for him, and like I said, that final play does not get sent in without the Nick Saban stamp of approval. So let's just I just want everybody to remember that. Yeah. Uh, Dominic DeVille wants to know if Will Miller will be challenged for QB1 next year. There's always competition in Alabama. I don't care who you are. There's competition yep. every every day. Ben Ross, at least we kept UGA from three-peating. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have a, a a different champion besides Alabama or, or Georgia for the first time in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, let's let's talk about the, the next game real quick, Jake, and, and – and, uh, the guys in the chat. Who you think's going to win? Michigan or Michigan? Texas or Washington? Man, I, I you know I think Texas. Um, I said this on my other show on Wednesday night. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Both offenses are, are really well and can can put up a lot of points. The thing about it is, overall, I think Texas's defense can make one or two stops enough, and I don't think Washington can in a four quarter game. So. I think Texas is going to win, uh, and uh, they'll be playing Michigan for the championship. I, I I want to pick Texas. I mean, I think Texas is, is the better team. I really do, but I just have a weird feeling going in going into the game that Washington's going to play really well. They're a, they're a very veteran team. Michael Penix has been in college since nineteen oh seven. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so uh, I, I just I, I do think look. I want to say this. I think Texas is the best team. I think if they played 100 times, they'd probably win 95 of them. Mm -hmm. But I just have a weird feeling about this game, especially now that Michigan, you know, beat Alabama. Kind of a weird game where a lot of crazy stuff happened. Um, I I, I can see Washington pulling off the upset today. I I just – my gut's telling me that, that Washington may get it done today. But I'll be honest with you. I hope I'm wrong. I kind of want Texas to win. And I kind of want Texas to win it all. Texas wins it all and brings it back to the SEC. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I mean, because you, you know the Big Twelve has like shunned Texas for the last sixteen months. So I wonder if they'd shun them after winning the national championship. Right. But you know, it, it, regardless, you're going to have a Big Twelve champion, or you know, a Big Twelve team, or a Pac Twelve team. Pac Twelve is going away, so. You know, if Washington gets in there, they could end up carrying home the trophy for the last ever champion out of the Pac-12. Yep. 
Well, and, and I want to I, I want to say one more thing about Milrow because he's obviously going to be a, a massive topic of discussion, you know, not only right now, but, um, you know, throughout the entire offseason. I've talked about what he's got to do to, to, to that next step that he has to take. It's all about being a a true quarterback. And what I mean by that is, you know, being able to read the defense pre-snap, making the correct calls for the offensive line, where to slide the protection, uh, whether what to what to change the play to with the line of scrimmage when you when you see a certain defensive front. That he has to take that step, Jake, or Alabama cannot win a national championship. It's just right. the truth. You you can't win a national championship without a quarterback who can make those types of decisions. Mm-hmm. Milrow has all the other tools. He can make all the throws. He's accurate. He can run the football. He's he's a physical specimen. But it's 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 the mind game right now for Milrow. He has to be able to take that next step in order for Alabama to win the national championship. And and I think they obviously can compete. For one, they they proved that this year, but he he has to get better in the pre-snap portion of the game. And and you know somebody mentioned if he's going to be pushed, I think he's going to be pushed a ton this offseason. I think it's I think by the coaching staff, by other players, quarterbacks on the team. And I love Milrow. I have all the faith in the world that he can get it done. Uh, but uh, he's a great kid. He works like 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 Nice Par David said. He's a great kid. He works hard. Does some great things. Which makes makes you root for him so bad, and he all yeah he he's summing up everything I want to say. He loves Alabama, which makes makes me love him more. However, if we're going to be honest, he's just not a championship level quarterback. I I couldn't have yeah. said it any better. I mean, I it's yeah. just it and it comes down to being able to make the plays in the pre snap. He's yep. got to be able to do that because you can't consistently be put in second and twelve, second and seventeen, third and twelve because you're not getting the offense in the right set in the pre-snap. Yeah, I agree, Stacey. Um, Milrow's got a lot to work on. This team's got a lot to work on this offseason, but uh, I believe I believe they'll get it done. Um, nice part, David, real quick before we end, Stacey. He, he also said up here, worst thing for college football ratings is Washington versus Michigan final. <laughs> Who is watching that? You know, my thing is it's the last college football game of the year, you know, I'm going to watch it. I don't know if I'm going to stay up for the entire game since it starts like at 8 o'clock and I got to work the next day. So I'll watch a little bit of it. But, I mean, who who knows? You you may be right on that. So who you got winning the Natty, Jake? If it's Texas, I'm taking Texas. If it's Washington, I'm taking Washington. So you think the winner of the of the Washington-Texas game wins the national championship? I think so. I, I'm with you. I, I don't think Michigan's going to win it. I just – after seeing them today, Alabama didn't take take advantage of the mistakes really that Michigan made. Right. And you in in this type of playoff, you're not going to get away with that two games in a row. <laughs> so no. Uh I, I'm with you. I think the winner of the Washington, Texas game is probably going to be be your national champ. I agree, hundred percent. But Jake, before we head out, I do want to positive things to look forward to for next season for Alabama before we wrap it up. Uh, Kather Downs, like I was mentioning earlier, I mean, he, he is going to – I mean, he's only a true freshman, and he's just going to get better. Uh, so, that's a positive. Uh, I think uh, we got some good pieces on the offensive line coming back. I mean, uh, it seems like the offensive line gel once uh, Roberts got slotted in at uh, at right guard. He, he's back. Um, Justice Haynes is coming back. You, you saw a little bit what he can do. 
so, you know, there's pauses. Milro, of course, will be back, but he's got things to work on. But, I mean, there's a lot of talent coming in as well. Uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of positions going to be going to be open. So I expect a and, you know, a tough offseason, a tough camp. You get everything situated and this team's going to be back in a hunt again next year for sure. Well, yeah, and and and, and keep in mind, 12-team playoff next year. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go 11-1 and or 12-0 and to get to the playoff next year. You go 10-2, and you're probably in. So, uh, you know, there is some margin for error moving forward because of the expanded playoff. But there's a lot to look forward to. Alabama's got a lot of guys coming back next year, like you mentioned. No, no sense in rehashing that. Um, and, and, and Tommy Reese has a chance to mature, be one year smarter than what he was this year. Uh, a better feel for this album system and what what he wants to do with the players in hand. And uh, I, I want to make one more comment. When, I am Bryce Haynes says I personally don't want to see Miro back under center next year. Album needs somebody there with unreal football knowledge um, at the quarterback position when it comes to reading defense, and sliding protection, and such. And, and 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 I agree with that. And you know, I you you can go back and watch you know our our shows from Tide Talk Live on YouTube. And uh, I talked in the preseason about how that, that's kind of why I thought Ty Simpson would eventually take over. Now, I was obviously wrong about that. And Milro played better than, than I anticipated he would play. But the concerns I had showed up today. Mm-hmm. And they showed up throughout the season, really. But his athleticism, the playmakers around Milro were able to kind of cover that up and they were able to still make the necessary plays to, to you know, to get into the playoff. And you got to give Milrow credit for that. He made a lot of plays throughout the season. Fourth and 31 will go down in Alabama history as one of the greatest plays ever. Mm-hmm. But Alabama has too many weapons on offense for – I mean, you look – go look at the offensive stats real, real quick, Jake, real quick. I want to look at the touches. Four, four touches for, for Bond. One for Prentice. Uh, Nye Black had Nye one Black catch. Had one. Law had one catch. Oh. Alabama has too many other weapons to rely on a running quarterback. And I'm not I'm, I'm not saying Milrow can't be that. I'm just saying you see the, the concerns I had in the preseason is what come to fruition tonight. You have to be able to distribute the ball. And and one and and being able to distribute the ball comes down to getting your offensive line the right protection. Just it's pre-snap reads. I mean, it's it's. I just I don't I don't want people to give up on Milro because I think he can make the necessary improvements. I really do, and I don't want to crap on Milro because he he had an incredible season for Alabama. He really did overcome a lot of adversity. Uh, you can't help but love the kid. I mean, that smile, the the, mm-hmm. the the love he has for Alabama. I love the kid, but I love Alabama more. Right. I want Alabama to win. Mm-hmm. So, whatever that takes, that's what I want. But we have all off season to talk about that. Uh, really enjoyed being able to to do these instant reaction shows on the Bleacher Report mobile app. So thank you to Bleacher Report. Hopefully, this is something we can continue into next season as well. But if you want to catch more stuff from, from Jake and myself. Uh, get on YouTube, search podcast, just search for Tide Talk Live and you'll find us uh, wherever you find podcasts or on YouTube. So head over there right now. And, and if you 
Uh, if you're not already, please subscribe to our channel. We would appreciate that. And once again, thank you to Bleach Report for allowing us to do this. Been a thank great you. season. Uh, cannot hang your head if you're Alabama. Incredible year, 12-2, and two, making it to the playoff. Like I said, next season, expanded playoff. You go 10-2, and two, you're probably in. So hold your head up high, Alabama. Great year. Nothing to be ashamed about. Just get better, get to work, and let's get let's go get them next year. But for Stacy Blackwood and Jake Thomas, this has been our instant reaction show here on the Bleacher Report mobile app. And until next time, everybody, roll tide. Roll tide.